Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the archers with me, hungover Harriet Carmichael. <laughs> oh, just a tired hungover. Lucy Freeman and the permanently baffled and never hungover Mr <laughs> Newbie. Before we dive in, let's remind ourselves of what happened last week with Lucy's Week in Ambridge. Well, this week on the archers was weird. We've had the flippant week in which everything went a bit panto, but this week was just peculiar. It was like being stuck in a room with elderly relatives while a riotous party was going on in the room next door and you were desperate to find out what was happening, but you had to keep listening to your aunt telling you about her neighbour's son who's a lovely boy and trying to be a nurse. We began the week with Eddie dressed up like a nurk ferrying a group of Terry Two Phones' friends around. The lads did the usual homoerotic stag-do business. Playing leapfrog round the garden of the pub. Well, that's what Eddie thought they were doing anyway. It was fairly successful. He arrived home with £200 and a PE teacher called Adrian York. Over at Brookfield, we interrupted Ben, who I thought at first was clipping his toenails prior to his nurse interview, but turned out he was tapping away on his laptop. His mother was as helpful as usual, advising him to tell them that he'd been shagging a junior doctor for ages in case that counted in lieu of any actual medical experience. Ruth said Ben was lauded with empathy. I don't know where she got that from, as his nearest and dearest are singularly lacking. Ben said he couldn't remember anything about his mother having cancer, and she said that was because he wasn't born then. Well, yes, that would certainly explain it. Cool, he's going to smash this interview. Back at Grange Farm, Adrian York, the PE teacher, was squashing himself into Ed's wedding suit. Ed described it as his best suit i think only is probably more like it but either way it was a bit of a liberty of his father to let adrian york the pe teacher squeeze his beer sweaty frame into it eddie ended up being paid 300 pounds in cash for his night's work which is just extraordinary who carries 300 pounds in cash for goodness sake, in this day and age, even lap dancers let you swipe, if you're lucky. It was like listening to someone adding up the takings at a corner shop as he hauled out tenner after tenner from his trouser pocket. And another thing, for a soi-disant taxi driver, Eddie has really not got much of a grip on sat-navs, has he? I mean, I am no technical genius. See the fact that every time anyone airdrops anything to me, my phone plays the whole of the Cagney and Lacey theme tune and I am unable to work out why it's doing it or how to turn it off. But I do know how to press the little microphone thing so I can actually hear what it is saying rather than forcing my son to take a morning off work to shout instructions at me while trading bitter bon mot with his XPE teacher. Was that whole thing, really, so we can find out the utterly pointless, albeit pleasing fact that the Grundy brothers were called Gormless 1 and 2 at school? To be fair, I think we could have all taken a bet on that. (laughs) Roy was preening in front of the mirror. 
Something was sticking up behind his ear. God knows what the mind boggles. His imaginary girlfriend, Layla, hates having her photo taken, which immediately made me think catfishy catfish and she's going to be 63 years old with a wooden leg. Or a software engineer called Damien. <laughs> I know all about the pitfalls of online dating, said Roy loftily. Roy, you are one of the pitfalls of online dating. <laughs> Over at Beechwood, oh my God, Jack has been given infrared goggles. As if that couple of maniacs weren't alarming enough, they are now kitting them out with bloody psychopath hardware. Flick knives and matching balaclavas for your birthday, lads. <laughs> Helen had the supremely patronising idea of getting the poor residents of Beechwood, as if they haven't suffered enough from living next door to Mary Poppins and Dick Van Dyke, to name her sodding scare cow. She's asked Lee to put it on the WhatsApp group as a fun competition. She'll no doubt get 17 suggestions, all of which are great if she doesn't mind naming her cow Piss Off Helen. Just saying. There's glamping at Loxley Norton. Who knew? Loxley Norton sounds like a Midwest news anchor. But the main point is who in their right mind would pay to stay in a hemp tent and wee on a compost heap lit by solar lights that only come on in the day when two miles up the road at Loxley Norton, they could have wood-burning stoves, wood floors with rugs and proper beds on a campsite run by people who are neither a clueless Oxbridge graduate nor a minicab driver. Xander and Adam are both avoiding Ian. If I was Ian, I'd be a lot more cheerful about this than he is. Must be horrible living with two people who hold their breath and poo their pants deliberately if they don't get their own way. David had a great feeling about Thursday, which I thought meant we'd all be debating over their lifeless corpses by 4pm. But no, they made it through and they got a load of freshly carved three-way crossbreeds from an IBR vaccinated BVD free herd. Whew, that's a relief. Helen asked Lee if he'd seen Bernadette's Borders. Yes, at the Roundhouse in 1992, they were supporting Panting Bess. I tell you what, that poor dog needs to see a bloody vet. It sounds like it was going into cardiac arrest. Back at Beechwood, Lee, Helen and adopted Auntie Joy were discussing horrible Kyle, who in my head looks like that kid from South Park, and his snidey comments about Helen. He's hardly a faceless troll. He lives at number 19. Anyway, Lee went stomping off to go and give him a piece of his mind, which he can ill afford, in my view. Got halfway there, realised he'd got his shoes on the wrong feet and they're a bit hurting, so he limped back. Helen was pleased and he was allowed a hot chocolate and a jammy dodger before bed. Incidentally, people don't see you as a threat, Helen, but they do see you as an annoying tit. But the big news in a week in which sod all happened is the fact that Steph is going to book her wedding back at Brookfield again. Even though her father is rogering the Chatelaine of Lower Loxley and Steph asked her future stepbrother to bump uglies with her and her fiasco, what is going on with Steph's wedding? Never mind Brooker's being all farmy and happy for once. The real focus here should be on Steph, daughter of Mince. What we need right now, and I think I'm speaking for all of us here, is a catastrophic wedding. There is nothing like it for taking your mind off your own troubles, unless it's your wedding. The end. Oh my God, How you get, you're so funny in it. Eight o'clock in the morning. I'm on a lot of drugs, Harriet. <laughs> Are you like, did you have an espresso and a well woman for breakfast? I, <laughs> I did. <laughs> to perk you up. What, like Tess Daly? Her smirking, flipping face on the tube. My day only... start till I've had my well woman. Oh, shut up. I only buy them so I look like her. Do you, you do look exactly like her, actually. Yes, I, Absolutely. I'm just, I thought well. I might grow a bit taller. Yeah, like, eat them. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Can we just say thank you for listening? Goodbye. Bye. No, that was so funny, Lucy. Because 
you said nothing happened, but after that, it's quite it's good clear to write. a lot happened. It's quite, it's quite, but when nothing sad happens, it's easy to write it. Because you can be flippant. You can't be flippant about alcoholism, although I do give it a good go, I know. But that's, <laughs> I think that's what they're doing, isn't it? They're yes. balancing the sad weeks with the yes. fun weeks. And this was a fun week and I enjoyed it because I actually think it's, I think it's going back to being like The Archers was pre-pandemic. You know, like with loads of... Because mm. I feel like this... Now we're getting The Archers from all parts of the village again. Yeah. Yes, definitely. It's a bit less yeah. focused on one yeah. thing. Yeah. And they're, you know, creating little dramas wherever they go. But I don't know why, rather than having... I mean, because we seem to be having happy weeks and then drama mm. weeks... <laughs> Could we not like have a bit of like you know life is not all uh, 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 you know jolly jolly ha ha and then uh, miserable gloom? It, it well, kind of is a bit of everything. Could we not have I a bit think, of everything all at once or not? I think it being a four day week isn't helping that because mm, yeah, it, it's actually hardly any time. Like it, it's an hour, isn't it? In all, mm. so it's quite hard to to do funny and sad because mm. if you have a sort of sad Alice you you sort of can't yeah. really wait for a whole week for before you hear her driving again. around Porchester with a <laughs> hiccuping PE teacher in the back that was, that was to me that was such a confusing story because I I missed an Archers this week without realizing and so I was like to last night yeah so last at night at like at midnight <laughs> I was thinking oh that's funny because they never really you know that sort of Eddie having a groom in his back garden just fizzled away so presumably i guess the groom didn't get married after all and then i listened i found yeah. out that there was one i'd missed yes and i was um, like oh it yeah. was a whole story in two episodes which yes. i really enjoyed actually did you i thought it was like well, grange hill i just kept thinking yes, of that man looking like was, the one with was, the beard from grange it was it was like grange hill yeah because that teacher was i mean he was horrible he, he no, there really is unpleasant. no. If off, he said that his school had Ofsted outstanding. Yeah. If they'd met him, yeah, they would definitely have put it in special measures. <laughs> he was not. He is not a teacher of this generation in any shape or form. No, he was. He was a teacher written by people that were brought up <laughs> on Grange Hill, wasn't he? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a leching over the yeah. young biology teacher. Yeah. B nicknaming the yeah. cho- like like yeah. basically taking the mickey because they weren't academic <laughs> i this is like he would be locked up now he he? <laughs> he'd have been you treed and locked up for sure i did like the fact that uh, emma carter's nickname was sweary carter or something. <laughs> yeah that was funny but the, i i like that <sighs> this sort of like silly old bants yeah because it's like completely the opposite of what you'd get in any other soap yes it's so unrealistic and old school but maybe it just appeals to me because uh, you know i used to watch great hit but also i mean they're on four nights a week they have been going (laughs) since the dawn of time they've got time to they've got time to waste quite frankly haven't they (laughs) they can literally piss Piss an episode away on <laughs> let's just have a quick segue into Eddie William and Emma's uh, period at um, secondary school for no reason whatsoever. I, and also fun. having, because I assumed with, with the um, car farce, I was like, well, obviously you, ne- you wouldn't hear any of the other characters. You never like, when it's something like that, you never actually hear. Yeah. The, but actually they brought in a whole new character, yeah, which is like, did. wow, I thought that was quite yeah. shiny. 
we had and... we had her we had him then we had the oh yeah the nurse the nurse um... who who i thought might be the rehab nurse <laughs> uniform she didn't have I to think... change or anything she just went straight from because one to the other. rather than talking like this she was then talking like oh no it was like this yeah. but i thought because she had the same softly yeah. softly approach yeah. it was the same woman at least it wasn't susan this time that could have been very yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping susan would walk in Hello, and then ben. ben's what? like huh? <laughs> i like ben because yeah it, he's he's quite because he's not he doesn't drag the energy down does no. he He's very like energetic and yeah. and quite spirited. Yes. I think he makes really good radio listening actually. Yes. Yes. Like Freddie. Freddie's the same actually. Yes, exactly. Just brings the energy up yeah. and drives. Josh is a bit scene. of a drag, but but Ben yes. is nice. Yes, he's a whiner, up. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But no, I really like not ben. his fault. It's the way he's he's written it, just and the way he was born. <laughs> I mean, not the not the actor, the character. Obviously, the actor's very good. He's like a proper actor as well. I think is he in real life? Ooh, yeah, I mean, they're all proper actors. You mean he but... hasn't got? He's not really a dentist in real life, or like. All... <laughs> uh, I think he does a bit of theatre, etc. Oh, I see. Um, what do we reckon about? Um, oh, I did love the fact that when we have a scene like that. The, the completely pointless scene. A CPS, should we call it? Completely pointless scene. CPS. CPS. Um, when we have a CPS, uh, everybody, or not everybody, some some very, very um, sort of strategic thinking people on Twitter immediately try and bolt everything together to make it make sense. They will, they haven't given in to the fact that it's just, it's like a dream. It's just there, there's no reason, then it goes and we all forget about it. It's fine. Stop trying to shoehorn it into something else. It, just, no offence, but it's not great literature, yeah, is it? it just exists in and of itself for no reason. A novella. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something you leave on a train and walk away from quite happily and think, I don't care what happens to any of those characters. Yes, it's, um, yeah, uh, magazine. A penny shocker. Um, and uh, they were saying, Take oh, well, maybe the teacher that he's marrying is Layla, who Roy is going <gasps> out with. And I was thinking, just because they've used the word Ooh. teacher twice in one episode doesn't mean it's the same teacher. There's more than Ooh. one. But, but then I was thinking, but, maybe, but what but if maybe. right? But I actually that? think that would be brilliant. Because it's because as I said, it's unusual that they bring a character in, yeah. isn't it? But if they're just going to waste him on one... Unless it's like policeman, nurse, doctor, etc. Yeah. They don't often bring a character in. Mm. Unless it's going further. Yeah. Ooh. But I don't, I think it's more sinister with Roy, isn't it? Yes. It's got to be. Yeah. Poor old Roy. I'm worrying. Worrying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I am. I do worry for Roy. I worry as well because I haven't got a life. I worry (laughs) that Roy, that Roy's paid for her train tickets and she's got his credit card details. And she's now on the way to Costa Rica to go and buy a race course or something. (laughs) Oh, to join Matt. Yeah. Oh. Maybe it is Matt. Imagine that. I I like this um, story. Again, because it has, because it was like, oh, phew, they've remembered that Roy's online dating. Although it's been a very long time to just be doing phone calls. Yep. Without going, can I see a picture? (laughs) I I mean, pictures. Okay. Is he not a bit frustrated? (laughs) Anyway. But like, so I was relieved that they'd remembered about it. And, but also I really like the mystery of it. Mm. 
ooh, I think it's quite exciting. And I think it's, it's I, I think it's well drawn in that Phoebe is going, Dad, you've got to be careful. He's going, I know, being all patronising. Uh, yes. And actually, he hasn't got a clue who this woman is. It's, you know. And he did that sniff, did you notice? Yeah. <laughs> Which is that defensive, like, actually, Phoebes, <laughs> I think you'll find I'm a very sophisticated, mature man. But how many times can poor Roy get shafted, honestly? Um, just before I forget, that thing about the cash. Yeah. I, I, oh, my God. I, I, I kept thinking, what? Well, hey, who actually ever has any cash anymore? I know. You're I not mean, supposed to give cash in COVID anyway. But I'm no. been surprised that man could sit down. His pockets must have been so bulging. Uh, but, but also, why wasn't it stolen? Yes. If he had, like, yeah. 300 quid in his hammered. pocket. Yeah. yeah. And he was doing leapfrog. Yeah. If I mean, surely one of his to. mates would have just yeah. pocketed that. I would have. Yeah. No, I wouldn't, obviously. No. But um, no. sorry, sorry, you that was a diversion. I just had to. I had yeah, to I agree know. With, with that nuts. funniness. Um, but I'm glad Eddie got paid in the end. <laughs> and I did worry. Oh, I could. I did worry on the episode where they were going to leave him in the cold. I was like, oh no, oh god. I thought maybe it would t- turn dark, you know, and the bridegroom would be hurt and anyway it was fine it was was all jolly so it was it was okay yeah but um yeah back to roy and phoebe i'm i'm really i'm really into this already yeah it's good but also it made me i was like you you know the fact that they never leave the village yeah because i was thinking roy is going to london (laughs) are you joking But of course he couldn't yeah, no. because that would be impossible. He'd have his eyes think... opened to the real world. It'd be like the Truman Show. I well, there's don't all sorts think... of Delta around in London. So, yeah. Roy, best stay where you are, love. Yes. I think that the trains don't actually run from Lower Loxley. I mean, not Lower Loxley. <laughs> what? From, from, um... <laughs> Does Lower Loxley have a train station <laughs> Probably. now? They just have... <laughs> Oh, yeah, we found this behind the orangery. Oh, a train station with actual running trains. Oh, look, and there's Tony. How long has this been here, Freddie? Um, uh, I don't mean that. What do I mean? The junction. Holliton Junction. Oh, Holliton Junction. Same from Thomas the Tank Engine, isn't it? Holliton Junction. I think that uh, the trains just go round in a big circle and come back again. And then they all feel very excited that they've been somewhere and really they haven't been anywhere. Or they just like shunt backwards and forwards. Like one of those lines that you go on with children, you know, where they just go half a mile up the line and everyone gets excited and then you have an ice cream and then you all come back. It's like that. It is, but that's why they have to go in Eddie's mini, um, yeah. not mini, limo, limo, because there is no other public transport. <laughs> it's it's limos, a tax, Rex's taxi, or the miniature train, and that's it, isn't it? The only time we ever heard anyone on a bus was when Will, Will met, Nick, met Nick, he met Nick on a bus. Oh, yeah. That was it. And... The- and she went and got the pushchair wedged in the door or something because she was so unused. God, you have a forensic memory. I don't. I, don't, I, I remember really useless things. I can't remember whose people, people's grandparents are and things like that, which is, would be actually helpful rather than remembering flipping buses. Anyway. Oh, dear. Um, uh, what else happened? Hel- I, did, I felt very, very oh, yes. uncomfortable when Lee mm. came running back and went, Oh, Helen, I'm sorry. It was, well, angry oh. Lee was something to behold, wasn't it? I thought his face was going to explode. It, yeah. He got really angry. I know, his voice goes really what you think. Clear your throat. I wanted to bite him, <laughs> She was like, oh, leave. God, so... Put it away. Yes. 
don't be a dick, darling. <laughs> Come inside. <laughs> I mean, Have sweet. you washed your hands that... properly? Go and wash them. Let me see. And the backs. Okay. You didn't sing happy birthday yeah. while washing your hands. Go and do it again. Um, I, but I thought it was sweet that he was defending her honour. Yeah. And I really like, I really love the little um, triangle they've made with Joy. Yeah. That's very lovely. And she went, oh, pet, didn't know, she? And it was really heartfelt. Yeah. And I like Helen's sensibleness in that, you know, her pragmatism in that yeah. she just has to live with this. Yeah. And it's shit, but she has to, you know, what can she do? And also... Because there are dicks around. Yeah. And, and they're all on WhatsApp. And if they're not mm. on WhatsApp, then they're on the next door app, which is just... God, imagine if Helen fascists. was on Twitter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, she can't. Don't ever go on Twitter, Helen. She wouldn't anyway. She'd be on Instagram and she'd just post pictures of her children doing wholesome things like <laughs> making bread out of stones and things. <laughs> so not imagine how many sewing moths would be, together to all make her garments. friends would be like, mm, like. Yeah. <laughs> God's sake. God, she's doing it again. Yeah, They'd have yeah. a private WhatsApp group going, <laughs> yeah. what is that cow doing now? But that's now? the thing. This can't be the only WhatsApp group no. that's being slaggy about Helen. No. But of course, you know, like, as I predicted in my song, yes, which, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can have a listen to if you listen back a couple of episodes. Um, I actually wrote a song, and it's actually the storyline this week. Because, yes. of course, it was obvious that when they first introduced the idea of the WhatsApp group that everyone was going to... If a murderer, or not a murderer, sorry, uh, what was she? She was a murderer. <laughs> murderer. No, a stabber. <laughs> if a stabber a moves into your, yeah. into your close... Yeah. You're going to be, there's going to be talk, Lucy, is there all is I'm saying. Talk. Yeah. And of Especially course, she, she's the victim. Helen's the victim, but they're not going to have read that. They're no. going to have read what the tabloids wrote yeah. about Helen. And yeah. that's going to stick. And people are horrible. Yeah. So. Yeah. So don't move. I I mean, before you. Yeah. Don't but move into a close. That's the that's the message here. Just and never join mm. a WhatsApp group. Yeah, ever. Or Nextdoor app. But you'd think that the people at Beechwood would have. Like I mean, she must know them all. They live in her village. But she does. <laughs> she doesn't know, does she? Because she never engages with anybody that she doesn't already know. She never. And she is literally the most patronising person really in the is. world. I know what would be fun for everybody who doesn't know me and the ones that do know me hate me. Let's name a cow that they don't care about. Why, you know, stop making everything you know a fun exercise for everybody else. Just get on with your own knitting. Flipping it. Shut the curtains, Helen, yeah. and leave well alone. Yes. That'd be my advice. Yes, absolutely. Um, and Lee was sweet to stand, but good old Lee, good old Lee. And also he was the bigger man by coming back, actually, Lucy, and not not engaging with that troll. He I was know. the bigger man. I know. I know. I should like him more, shouldn't I? It's just <laughs> when he comes back on, oh, Helen, Helen. No, the trouble is he loses his, at the very beginning, you know, when he was doing karate and stuff, you were like, hmm sort of you know sexy guy yeah sexy guy but now he's just <clears throat> no actually do you know what? i'm gonna not say any of that because actually i i do like lee i've always quite liked lee and i i i find him a refreshing character in that he's he doesn't have silly alphaness mm. that that makes him go silly yeah <laughs> <laughs> silly alphaness that makes him go silly 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 we don't They're like the silly Terribly boys. sensible and good couple. And long may they stay together, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> she 
Shall we listen to what? Oh, first of all, we need to mm-hmm. say thank you very much to Julie Bacon, who said very nice things about us and sent us some moolah to pay for oh, new electronic gosh. cables when they go oh, kaput. So thank you very much, super Julie. kind. We're putting it all in a fund for our um, Ambridge on the Couch party, which everyone's invited to. Yes. That'll be in about 2025. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it will probably be at... Uh, Tesco's on their <laughs> meal deal thing. But anyway, so everyone oh, can have a sandwich. You can have your party drink. there, Lucy. I'll be booking somewhere a bit You'll nicer than that. Yes. I'll be in the Langham. <laughs> on the rooftop. Um, you know you're not allowed back in there, they said. Anyway. Um, um, can I just do a, oh, a yes. shout out for some... It's so kind of people to send moolah. But if you don't want to do that, um, then please, would you kindly write a review on yes. the podcast yes. although it's really annoying when people say can you write a review because then you're like oh god how yeah. do I do it I'm always like that I don't really know how you do it it does I think say write ju- a review oh <laughs> there's a little button it. what you press what says write a review yes. but you have to go to the podcast's page oh no you could probably do it on your app couldn't yeah. you yeah okay alright just write a review would you and make sure it's five stars Yes. Thank you. Six, if you can manage it. Squash another <laughs> one in. Just write star, 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 star. The only reason we're asking is because quite some of our reviews are actually not for Ambridge on the Couch. They're for yes. Lucy's They're for previous, my previous podcast. disaster. So. <laughs> so they were very good reviews, but some of them marked a bit down for the sound quality. Yes, because I was on me Todd with a mobile phone wandering through the forest. So, yes, uh, please bump up the average. We want our Uber rating to go up. Please. Yes. Thank exactly. you. We want all Uber drivers <laughs> to love us. Yeah, we want to do that. So, in fact, there are some really lovely reviews for us already, Lucy. I know. And I keep meaning to like screenshot them and put them on. Well, send them to Mister Newbie to put them on a page. I don't. I never look at them. I get really flat. But my mum reads me out. <laughs> oh, sweet! And this lady oh, said that. And this lady oh, said so that. Nice. nice. I have to say though, when you do read reviews or comments on Twitter and stuff. It is massively motivating really and is. inspiring. Yeah. Like yeah. in a way that you c- wouldn't have imagined. But it makes you mm. want to do more, doesn't yeah. it? It's it makes so you lovely. To, yeah. Because otherwise you feel like, is there is, is anyone, anyone listening? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and especially so when people you. say, it cheers me up on my yes. whatever, you know, I know. Uh, on my trip to whatever. And it's just really... Yeah. D- to doing the chemical toilets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go, oh, I'm just so happy <laughs> to be accompanying also, you yeah. on that trip. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes, we're delighted to be with you on that journey, Owen. But thank you very much, Julie. Yes. Go and in the drinks fund. Thank you to Jenna as well from Brooklyn, who is lovely. I Ooh. did meet her when I was there. Um, with the Brooklyn accent. Oh, God. I <laughs> okay, knew sorry, I should have said she was from Leicester, shouldn't I? Anyway, um, <laughs> she said, I write, exactly. Uh, she said, I write little notes around the house with my take on the archers, which I never send anybody. My most <laughs> recent one says, I love Lee because he doesn't make sense. <laughs> Recent weeks on the Archers have been chaotic and inconsistent, haven't they? Well, yes. I thought Adam and Brian mostly getting on with things after their massive fight was bizarre, but Harriet <laughs> is totally right about families, how you can stand on the brink of divorce and then just have to let it go for a while. Sometimes the Archers is more nuanced and realistic than I'm used to in any drama. Like 50% of my peers in America, I had to move back with family last year and wowee, I have really started to hate my role in the established dynamic. It's given me a whole new appreciation for all generations of archers, aldridges, etc. stuck having to become 
their truest selves in the Ambridge Twilight Zone. Loving Ambridge on the couch. All the best to you, Jenna. Thank you very much, Jenna. That's oh, lovely. That's very insightful as well because, yes. yeah, actually maybe when we're going, oh, it's so unrealistic. Actually, it is mm. It is properly, that yeah. is the more realistic in a way because yeah. people are people are strange and they flip from one yeah. personality to another, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And we both live a sort of metropolitan life. Yes. We yeah. uh, don't we have... We go on trains. We go on, we go on trains. <laughs> we, <laughs> we go swimming. We leave the county, leave the borough sometimes. You um, don't go swimming. <laughs> I do. Are just, you going swimming? I just oh, you can't don't, go swimming this weekend. I just don't call it wild swimming, Harriet, because I'm not a wanker. <laughs> Um, I'm going. I'm going wild swimming. Of course, you tomorrow. Are. Of course, you are. I'm going to Cornwall. Are you wearing a sea salt swimsuit? I I actually am. I know you are. I did I tell you about it? No. Oh, is that? Is, I bought a really expensive swimsuit. Did I tell you? No. Oh, I bought a really expensive sea salt or one of those swimsuits. Sea folly, like yeah. so expensive. Oh, lovely. Really lovely. I like sea folly. Yeah, they're like very good for those design. of us with the large boobarubas. No, but mm. also good for those of us with the small boobarubas. Oh, really? Flat boobarubas, because oh. they give you a bit of uplift. Oh, okay. Yes, and um, all sorts of lovely ruchy bits. Then I went into Marks and Spencer's, Lorsey, and they've got the same swimsuit for half the price. Well, it can't be the and same, otherwise sea folly would be It looked exactly the same. It was all ruchy. It had I know, but it's booby the support. Bits. It had the, but it was all the same style anyway. Mm. Anyway, I've got it the, won't the give expensive you, it one. It won't give you the same lift. But I'm a bit now, I've actually packed my speedos as well, because I was like, oh, my expensive swimsuit. I don't want to put that in the sea. I'll ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to wear it. Oh, it's just going to be sake. packed. <laughs> I might wear it in my bedroom and <laughs> in the kitchen, but not down the beach. <laughs> When you say speedos, I've got an image of you now in budgie smugglers. You mean no. a speedo, don't you? Not like my a pair speed, of My trunks. two speedo swimsuits. <laughs> <laughs> that are probably 15 years old. Yes. You know, a bit They've of threadbare in the bum. The yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you bend down, they go completely transparent. Yes. Absolutely no support whatsoever <laughs> anywhere in there. So, but brace they... yourself, Cornwall. <laughs> Here I nice. come. The I thought Michael I could do a little... Um, I could do a little, like, uh, roaming reporter bit from Cornwall for you, if you like. I, I would love that, but I doubt very much it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just interview the kids <laughs> and get some sound in the... Yes. Mind you, I don't have any sort of roaming equipment, so I actually can scrap yes. that. Okay, yes. back to we the We won't archers. be doing that. Uh, and now, <laughs> let's hear from Mr. New... Oh, Eddie. Running a stag night around, really? Without charging? There's no way this ends without the limo upside down on top of a bus shelter and painted orange and missing all its wheels and seats. I got married in May and had my stag in March, which gave me just enough time to row back from the Faroe Islands, which is where I'd woken up, and for my hair and eyebrows to grow back. Ah, okay. Eddie has made himself a couple of hundred quid, but has also gained an unconscious bridegroom. It's going to be one of those weeks, is it? Well, it beats alcoholism and rehab in any event. His Terry Two phone's edging towards becoming an actual speaking character. He's turned up every week for the last three weeks now, and this is what happened just before Jade spread her wings and flew, so to speak. If he is going to get a part, could I ask you all to write into Broadcasting House and put me forward for the gig? I'll be in my dressing room if you need me. 
<laughs> Maybe qualifications in general ain't what they used to be, but it does seem like becoming a nurse should require more than learning six words and being able to wash your hands. <laughs> also, Ben's just said, big wow. And I might be even more out of touch than I realise, but I'm fairly sure that no teenager has non-ironically said those words since 1987. Ben's just dropped a bombshell. Ruth had cancer. What sort of cancer? When? Did the treatment evolve a sense of humour ectomy? It would explain a lot. Right, so Tuesday happened. Up until now, even when the artist has been difficult or challenging to listen to or has been a bit silly or, more often, a bit confusing, I've always enjoyed it anyway. But Tuesday's episode was, I don't know, tedious? Yep. Even the relatively sensible storyline about Ben was thoroughly bloody patronising. I'm sure you've all experienced days like this many times before and have happily moved on, and I'm sure that episodes like this don't happen all that often, but it's nonetheless brought me down to earth a little bit. I'm not angry, writers. I'm just disappointed. Oh, well, here's Roy to bring us all back down to earth on Wednesday. I'm on record as thinking that Roy is about as exciting as a wet Monday in Egremont, but this is actually quite sweet. He's trying his best to be cagey when he's telling Phoebe about Layla, but it says something about his relationship with the former and feelings about the latter that he can't help but be honest, and it's quite charming. He really is a jolly decent sort, and in stark contrast to one or two of the other characters at the moment, he's really growing on me. Oh dear, though, what's this? Layla's train was cancelled and she didn't make it to the lunch date, and this is where things all get a bit meta. Mm. If this happened in real life, you'd just make another date, spend the day cooking sausage casserole instead, and never give it another thought. Yes. But the very fact that it's in the storyline means it's not nothing. It's just a question of what it is. Is Layla actually a man called Dave, who runs an amusement arcade, talks Damn. like this, and is looking to catfish Roy? Or is this the old double switch and it's actually Phoebe who's being led down the garden path? I mean, teachers, understandably, do tend to have a very minimal online presence and not everybody likes taking photographs of themselves or video chatting. I do, of course. When you're as agriculturally fit and rugged as I am, it's almost a duty to share. I think we can start to assume that the Alice thing is on its way out and we've yet to discover what comes next, even if there have been a couple of potential teasers, so perhaps this is how it works. A week's worth of storylines that nobody cares about and then a big reveal of the new storyline on Thursday night. Let's see. Ian is lovely when he's away from Adam. He's like the fundamentally good boy who gets led astray by the deeply naughty boy. He's full of empathy and calm and sensible advice, which is going slightly to waste on Lee, who, despite the fact that his partner is being cyberbullied by somebody whose name, address and phone number he knows, is sitting there and fretting rather than kicking down doors and yelling like John Thor in the Sweeney, which is what I'd be doing in that situation. I'm not saying that's necessarily a better approach, but I do think that maybe Lee what with his being a karate instructor and all, might just consider having a quiet but nonetheless deeply meaningful chat with the perpetrator to explain to him the error of his ways. God, he's such a wet fart. I'm not at all sure what this business with David, Ruth and Ben is all about. They seem to be setting up some everything's hunky-dory here at Brookfield premise, which makes me think that things aren't going to be hunky-dory for long. God, I hate this. It's like sitting in a departure lounge waiting for your flight, but WH Smith's is shut, so you can't even get a bag of giant buttons and a puzzler. Can we get on with it? Whatever it is, please. <laughs> He's right, though. That's exactly what it is like. It's like, so are we all just waiting for Alice to come back? Are we waiting for, you know... Yeah, but we just get, we just get a month off, don't we? 
so they can do others. Uh, you see, because uh, you, you two don't like the sort of flipping weeks. I like, I enjoy them because they're not stressful at all. And they, you hear more characters. I mean, even the Ruth thing, although, you know, it was a bit boring. <laughs> at least it <laughs> reminded us of, again, it sort of like rooted us back to, um, yeah. <clears throat> like, I think if, you're, if you've been listening for a long time, you actually need some reassurance that your history our shared yeah. history is there. Yeah. So I, I thought that was good that they brought that back. Although, you know, that's the trouble, isn't it? It's like she she just, she's just so patronising again, isn't she? <laughs> like when she went to Ben, she was like, oh, you see, looking after animals isn't yeah. so different to looking. And he was like, yeah, but I, I already said that. And you were like, <laughs> it was just sort of like... <laughs> <laughs> she never gets of, it quite right. Yeah, yeah it's that she kind never of, gets the bants right. Does it's she? Just, well, it's what he said. It's what Mr. Newby said. It's the sense of humour failure. She just <laughs> yes. hasn't. She just. It's like the jokes there, and she misses it. And she does the trouble else, is, but. Lucy, because it takes such a long time to come out of her mouth. <laughs> she cannot really hit the timing of the joke. The so, punchlines disappeared, cantered over the horizon. And, yeah, and Ben is the opposite of her. Yeah. So they. So they're not a great double act, are they? Not really, no. But that's why I suppose her and David, the scenes between them can be quite turgid because they just both slow each other down. It's like you're you're walking along with a ball and, you know, it's like something tethered to your ankle. Dragging, dragging us on. David, why are you whistling? Stop going so fast. Uh, Yes. So I, I disagree with you two. I quite like these fun-filled, sort of s- sl- easy weeks. Yeah, it is an easy week, yeah. But I do think that it's it just makes me worry about what's happening because I'm such a control freak. It makes me worry about what's happening that I don't know about. That's <laughs> as if it's all but going do, on I in the background. I do genuinely believe it's, it's, it feels like this because of the shorter weeks. Yeah. No, I think I, you're I right. I think yeah. it's harder to Yeah. Well, the to se- like you said, the segues are harder because you can't exactly. flip between... Uh, you know, rampant totally. and breast cancer. And, oh yeah, uh, the breast cancer question, Mr. Newby. She had breast cancer um, 20 years ago and she had the breast removed. I don't think she had a double mastectomy, did she? Um, and and she hasn't ever been for a checkup since, I don't think. Yeah, she has, she has. She's oh, been, has she? Yeah, 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 she's been Take back it back, I take it back. <laughs> Got to think about what you're saying, Aria. It's important. I do. It is important. Um, yeah. Did she have a mastectomy? I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I think she, she did be, because, yeah. uh, and oh, I think that was all linked up with the Sam stuff, wasn't it? Because she didn't feel like a proper. Oh my god, I didn't know that. I, don't I remember think she that. she talked about not feeling sort of feeling different, not feeling right. Well, sexual, I presume, or not feeling yeah. whole, or not feeling whatever. Yes. Um, so yes, that was when we all liked Ruth before she started getting right we up our noses. We still love her, Lucy, because <laughs> she's Ruth. How can you not love her? She's like an old lover. How can you not really love Ruth? With a somewhat unpredictable psychopathic <laughs> temper, yes. <laughs> um, shall we do back to the script now? Mm-hmm. That's you. Oh, right. In yes, the blue. sorry. <clears throat> and now we go to Ambridge itself, where Elizabeth is discussing her plans for Lolo. Hello. Lower Loxley, 
the ever-expanding and contracting stately home in the pretty village of Ambridge, Borsetshire, is looked after by a board of trustees who support and guide the current owner, Elizabeth Pargeter. Let's listen to Elizabeth discuss her plans for a post-pandemic future with trustee Alexander Spencer. Hi, Mr Spencer. Yeah, Mrs Pargeter. That's me, but do you call me Elizabeth? Lizzie, Lizzie Bum, whatever you like, really. I must say, you're a lot younger than I expected. Well, I mean, I do still have a great deal of experience. I bet you do. Anyway, would you like to come with me? Let's have a wonder, and then maybe a glass of wine in the orangery. Or maybe a bottle. Let's see how we get on. Oh, I, I do have quite a lot of work back in the office. Oh, I'm sure you can relax for just one afternoon. Now, let's see. Here's our treetop walk. Always popular at pretty much every time of year. My thought for this year, and I'd love your views on it, is to start doing romantic treetop walks. Really capture those sultry, warm summer evenings, marketed at couples. The stars twinkling, the candles lighting the wave through the trees. Candles? Isn't that a bit dangerous? I mean, it is a rope walk. It'll be like Indiana Jones. Oh, I think an element of danger's never a bad thing in love, is it, Alexander? Oh, Alex, please. Lovely. Oh, Alex, can you hear the piggies? Rex, my lusty swineherd, must be feeding them. They've been bred in our woodland for, oh, days now. They've proved so popular, along with the horses, that we've decided to widen our scope and introduce more animals into the Lower Loxley Offer, a sort of mini safari park. Oh, Elizabeth. Lizzie Bum, remember? Yes, uh, Lizzie Bum. I'm pretty sure that animals weren't part of the long-term strategic goals for Lower Loxley. Well, too late, I'm afraid. So far, I've introduced those little kangaroo thingies, some wolves, and they were a hell of a struggle to get in the back of the Range Rover, I can tell you. Some tinsy little penguins for the lake. So sweet. And a giraffe. Thank God for the sunroof. Oh, and a big cat. Bit like a mountain lion. Unfortunately, it was so well camouflaged that we opened the back door and whoosh, gone. We did think we saw him earlier, heading for the gift shop, but... Oh, someone's found him anyway. You mean you've got a cougar wandering around the site? Not a cougar. Why would we need another cougar, Al? Oh, look, you've got a bit of fluff on your lapel here. I'll just get it off. Oh, you do smell nice. Lizzie Bum, I'm really rather concerned about this. It goes against health and safety guidelines on pretty much every single level. Oh, but Al, think of the children. Think of the wonder and amazement on their little faces as a wolf goes running past, ripping one of the wallabies to bits. Oh, I forgot to say, go-karts. You have a go-kart track? Nope. Better than that. You'll love this, Ali Pally. No track, free range go karts through the animals, pedal alongside a mountain lion, and when the monkeys get here, Freddy really thinks he can teach them how to steer. Oh, my God. Don't look so worried, Ali Poos. We're taking care of the older visitors too with some garden landscaping. Oh, that sounds more like it. What are you planning? 
Oh, we wanted to add an element of excitement of the unpredictable into the rose garden. So we're thinking, can you guess? Crazy paving? Landmines. Oh, this is insane. It's a death trap. Someone will be dead or maimed within a week. I can tell you now that the board cannot sanction this. Well, Z, you have disappointed me. I just wanted Lower Loxley to be exciting, stimulating. I wanted to think big. You want me to be stimulating and think big, don't you, Alex? Mm. They're doing three for two on zebras at Costco. be another podcast up next week minus harriet who is abandoning us to frighten cornwall with her with ciao her darling patchy, see you on the beach with her patchy speedo me so. and the rest of london are going hurrah <laughs> poor cornwall yeah exactly. sorry pimlico sorry. by sea with so massive cars so so it'll be me and mr noobs next Woo! week I'm excited. So tune in to hear a terrified man (laughs) bricking himself on air. Uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes and you will never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email Ambridge on the Couch. Ambridge on the Couch at gmail.com. We are at on Ambridge on Twitter. Or you can follow Mr. Newbie on Twitter at Newbie Couch. And in the meantime, please write a review. Yes. Thank you. Do that. And it's a uh, goodbye from me for a couple of weeks, guys. I look forward to uh, filling you in and all my holiday girls. Please don't. <laughs> and have a lovely week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.